Welcome to Implementation Science for Educators, your weekly implementation science tip guaranteed to be under five minutes to match your busy schedules. Uh, my name is Dr. Angela Preston, and today I have with me the honor of talking to Dr. Kent McIntosh, um, and I will give him a minute to introduce himself. Thanks, Angela, and thanks everybody out there. Uh, my name is Kent. I am a professor at the University of Oregon uh, in special education, and I am also co-director of the Center on Positive Behavioral Interventions and Supports, or PBIS. That is another OSEP and OESE, that's Office of Special Education Programs and Office of Elementary and Secondary Education funded centers uh, like CISEP. Why do you think PBIS has been successful in regards to long-term sustainability? Yeah, the um, PBIS is a framework which is useful in thinking of as opposed to a program or a curriculum or an intervention. And so I think that frame, that part of it, I think is useful because it's a way of implementing interventions. But I would say broadly, I think of kind of four things in my mind that have been really successful. Uh, one is it works. Uh, it actually achieves the valued outcomes that people want in education, and whether that is reducing use of exclusionary discipline, uh, increasing academic achievement, uh, increasing social emotional capacity, like uh, so, um, emotional regulation, um, and uh, also increasing racial equity in school discipline, um, uh, attendance, a huge, a huge range of educational outcomes. Um, the second is that the practices are, you, they don't require a whole lot of training or certification or advanced specialization. What we're really talking about is just really good instructional practices that typical educators can do and are comfortable with and, and are using instead of saying, we need this outside person to come in and work with us. Um, number three has been this really strong focus on systems for implementation. So instead of saying, here's a program, here's a curriculum, here's a practice, you teachers just do it and then kind of leaving them on their own to implement, uh, we say, what are the things that our educators and, and leaders need to be able to put that into place? And whether that's team-based implementation, coaching, uh, getting uh, feedback systems for and using data, whatever those are, we wanna make sure that we've got an active role in implementation, not just uh, a handoff. Uh, and then I would say the fourth one is this um, approach where we stick really tightly to the core features or the big ideas or the active ingredients or the ways uh, that make PBIS work uh, without having a really tight uh, grip on what that looks like in practice. So meaning we don't insist uh, that everybody does PBIS the same way. Uh, the local um, tweaks and examples and contextualization is really important uh, as long as people are doing it within these guidelines of what are the parts that are most likely to make it work. And those are, you know, sometimes we would call those core features or critical features of PBIS. So those four things I think of in a, in a nutshell.
Thank you for joining this week's 5-Minute Tip on Sustainability. If you'd like to learn more about PBIS and sustainability, jump to our SISEP YouTube channel and view the entire interview series with Dr. McIntosh. Now, starting next week, our podcast will be focusing on the Implementation Support Practitioner Profile, and the Guiding Principles and Core Competencies for Implementation Practice. Join us over the next couple weeks as we provide tips from some of the experts and authors on the document.